worse than this room anywhere else. Doing your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on mother. Still hear Lil Wayne and uh, Station IDs. I know they got to do the other thing. Put good. me in Q drum. Good morning, Come Angela on. Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ MB. Live radio. Charlamagne. All right, guy. bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring Start back from now. the top. From right. the top. From the top. Yo 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 yo
Absolutely. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, since we're talking about strangers in the home, let's talk about Ring and some issues that have been circulating that people have had with uh, others hacking into their Ring services. I know a lot of people have those cameras, and it will tell you how Ring has responded to those security breaches. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. I, I, I don't Club. like us starting the show uh, with anything but Christmas music. We shouldn't have did that. But whatever. We need a Christmas music. You've been saying that for the last week and a half. That's very true. Have they got any Christmas no, music? No, that's not you? true. I've been screaming for the Christmas song, but we finally put it in yesterday. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. Now in Monday Night Football, the Saints beat the Colts 34-7. And congratulations to Drew Brees. He sets the NFL record for all-time passing touchdowns, passing Peyton Manning. And then right behind uh, Peyton Manning is Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. So they'll be going back and forth, I'm sure. Drew Brees has been around for a long time. I think 19 seasons or 17 seasons. He's 47 years old. Yeah. All right. You're not 47, Debbie. <laughs> what else are we talking about, you? Well, Barack Obama was at a private event in Singapore, and it was there that he said that women make better leaders than men. He said that women are imperfect, but they are pretty and indisput- indisputably better than men. She said, "Now, women, I just want." He said, "Now, women, I just want you to know you are not perfect, but uh, you are better." I'm absolutely confident that for two years, if every nation on earth was run by women, you would see a significant improvement across the board on just about everything, living standards and outcomes. And then he also said that he does not plan to get back in to the political arena. He said, if you look at the world and look at the problems, it's usually old people, usually old men not getting out of the way. Old white men. He said, it's important for political leaders to try and remind themselves that you are there to do a job, but you are not there for life. You are not there in order to prop up your own sense of self-importance or your own power. He should have added that white in there because you know it's old white men. And he's right. Women have always been the CEO of our lives for a long time. You think about your grandmother, you think about your mom, you know. You I know I don't run my household. Nah, I, I got three daughters mind. and a wife. All right, now let's talk about a ring. A lot of people have the ring, which is the video cameras that you can put inside and outside your house. They also have those automatic lights that come on with motion detectors and all of that. Mm-hmm. Well, there's been some issues with people having ring inside of their homes. Uh, in particular, there's one incident that you can hear where somebody hacked into this eight-year-old girl's room. Who is that? I'm your best friend. I'm Santa Claus. I'm, I'm Santa Claus. So imagine that cut starts coming through while your daughter is in the room and somebody's saying, I'm Santa Claus, or all kinds of things were happening. I was reading about this uh, over the past week. Well, Ring has released a statement, and they basically are saying what happens is... Uh, Malicious actors are obtaining some Ring users' account credentials, like your username and password, from a separate external non-Ring service and then reusing them to log into some Ring accounts. So they're saying people should use that multi-factor authentication. So in other words, not just using an old password that you use for everything where people can hack in, but make sure you use the multi-factor authentication so that it's harder for people to hack into the system. But I've always heard that you shouldn't have cameras in your house because people can hack into those cameras. I think it's great. Like, I have Ring, but it's for outside of my home. Yeah, yeah, what about gonna, those of us with kids? Yeah, like I was going to... got nannies and babysitters, you know, I'm not saying that you don't... I, I trust my nanny, but you still want to have the cameras and not to see what's going on. Yeah, but it depends on what age. Like, as a baby, yes, you should... I, I think you have cameras, but mm-hmm. as my kids are... 
you know, 18, when they're old, 16, they can speak for themselves. Six, five, and three. No, there, it no, there are no cameras in their rooms. Now, there's cameras in the common rooms. There's yeah. cameras in, in the hallways. There's cameras in the family room where there is a common area, but not in the actual room. Anybody can be. hack into your cameras that's Correct. in the bedroom, and you don't want people looking at somebody in the bedroom. Yeah, but when your kids Correct. are old enough to tell you what's going on and Correct. tell you what happened to them, yes, you remove the camera. Yeah, that girl was got, old enough. How old was she? Eight. I mean, she's sitting there talking. Oh, yeah. screaming. Well, listen, I can't put all the blame on Ring. We have to understand we're in the age of technology. Nothing is safe. Everything you possess with a password has the ability to be hacked. And it's really just a matter of time. If you got something with a password, you can try to protect yourself right. all you want. But in this day and age, anything you have with a password can be hacked. And just imagine this. If somebody wasn't speaking through the camera and just watching the video, you wouldn't even know. So yeah, they might yeah, be doing that something. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we don't know that. That's, we might, that is true. Every day we go home, every day we on these phones, we might be getting listened to. We might be getting watched. We have no idea until they make their presence known. Yeah, and, and you know, see, for for me, like I said, I got cameras in the in the common areas and in the hallways. But the main, you know, the main reason I have the cameras in the house is y'all gonna laugh. Uh-oh. It's for that dog. So what happens oh is, let's, I'm gonna tell you some real stuff. So if somebody's in my house, I can give the dog commands. Through the cameras. So if, if it's, let's say, my mother comes in the house and surprises me and my dog is about to go crazy on her, I can command the dog from wherever I am. You know what I mean? Or if somebody pops, let's say Charlamagne runs up in my house and I want to let the dog on his ass, I can give the dog a hey, command and, and the dog will be all up in Charlamagne's yeah, ass. Yeah, and if you're on vacation or something like that and somebody breaks into your crib, you can be right there looking at him. Hi, how are you? Oh, uh, yeah, yep. you're about to go to jail, buddy. We see you. There we know you what go. you look like. Absolutely. All right, well, that is front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are Why wide open. in your house? I'm just saying that. I don't know. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Josh from Houston. Hey, Josh. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all? We're doing pretty good. Get it off your chest, brother. Yeah, I listen to y'all every morning up until after, uh, after this part. Normally, I turn the turn the station because, you know, every day, Charlemagne is black, white, black, white. Why can't it just be people? You know, when a black person does something good, good for them. But we don't have to put the black in it. But every day, it's hating on white people. Now, I'm from Chicago, and by all means, I'm not racist. But every day, listening to him, he puts that hate in people's heart because all he does is talk sorry, about white people. And it's like, we're not all the same. And cracker, 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 it, it's, it's annoying, and it promotes more hate than it does good. Hey, man. The only thing I can tell you right now is kiss my black ass. Because there will always be a difference between uh, good white people and crack-ass crackers. And if you're not a crack-ass cracker, you wouldn't be worried about what I, what, when I say crack-ass cracker. So why do you only listen for 15 minutes? But a hit cracker will holler. I, I only listen because I, I like to hear the front page news. Oh. Okay. So I listen to y'all's introduction. I listen to the front page news. And then when it's get it off your chest. And sometimes it's hard to get past front page news because Charlemagne is constantly, it's constantly. And it's just like, man, like, let it go. And can I ask you a question? Do you you hate racists? Do I hate racists? Absolutely. Do you hate bigots? Yes. So why do you get upset when I call them crack-ass crackers? Because all you do is talk bad about white people, and it's not all No, 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 no. I talk bad about racists and bigots. It's the difference between white people and racists and bigots. There's some people who just happen to be white who are actually allies of all people, but then there's some people who are racists and bigots who are white who I call crack-ass crackers. I do that for distinction. I understand that. No, you don't. I understand that. Here, here's a question. 
the the three queens that just won. Now, I see the post all the time on on Facebook now that you know first time no white person has won, and that's cool. Congratulations to those; they deserve that. But why do we always got to take it back? If you want race, my my only thing, Charlemagne, is if you want it to go away then you need to stop talking about it. No, no, that's what y'all want. Y'all want us to not talk about it because you don't want to acknowledge it because acknowledging it means that you got you can't heal something until you reveal it. So unless you acknowledge what's actually going on and actually talk about what's going on, then you can't get to a good understanding about it. You don't want us to talk about it. But thank you for uh, calling And that's why and I got to tell you to kiss my black ass. And I say black because I am black. Thank you for listening for that 15 minutes. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, hello. we need that. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is D from the Brick City. What's up, D? We haven't heard from you in a while, man. I thought you was locked up, bro. Nah, man. I, I took a long vacation. All right, that's I locked up. <laughs> because I want to know, Charlamagne, do you have your knee pads ready, man? Because 6 9 is coming home any day. Let's be. He said if you see this card, you going to give him right? You're going to need them knee pads. Are you a man of your word? Can I ask you a question, my brother? Why don't we recognize hyperbole anymore? How come back in the day Biggie could say, you look so good, I'll suck on your daddy's D, or I'll sleep with RuPaul before I mess with them escape girls, but y'all couldn't, y'all can look at that and understand that as hyperbole. But when I do the same thing... Hyperbole? Hyper, what is it? Hyperbole. hyperbole. I'm sorry. Y'all look... When I look... When I y'all was like, what's hyperbole? When y'all look at me and I... Same thing. Y'all want me to actually cash in the bet. What's the difference? I don't know, but you be you be good over there with your hyper. <laughs> and by the way, that 6ix9ine news ain't even real. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, B? What up, Trav? Uh, yee! What's up, Trav? Hey, I miss uh, you. Welcome back, boo. I missed you. I heard you were very active while I was gone. Uh, you know, I was out here body and It's the usual. That's, Yo. Yo, you need a record deal, Trav. Hey, listen, I, I need to drop some music, right? That's what everybody keeps telling me. Yes. <laughs> what up, sis? Have you, have you spoken to Sean Stone since? Uh, no. For what? I don't know. He hasn't called us either. Oh, well, well, well I told you I killed a man. You, I mean, I you definitely bodied a man. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want, Trav? Good job, though, Trav. <laughs> hey, Charlamagne, listen, I want to let you know uh, that you was loud and wrong yesterday when Angela Yee was talking. Angela Yee said Andrew Johnson, and you tried to check her and say Jackson. I wasn't trying to check her. I was Andrew wrong. Johnson. Why you got to say that's checking? I was wrong. That's not checking. There was a president named well. a- uh, Andrew Jackson as well. Who's on the $100 bill, right? $20 bill. Oh, $20 bill. See, then that's not checking. So when I say $20 bill, because Ben Franklin's on $100 <laughs> bill. That's not checking. That's, just, that's correcting. She corrected me. I corrected her. What's the problem? Well, well, all I know is that um, also when I called in the last time when the Eagles was about to play the Giants, and I said that all we have to do is go, get into the playoffs and click, and we can make the Super Bowl. That's still the real thing. Are we still going to the Super Bowl? That's going to happen. I'm going to be honest and with you. I thought about this yesterday, Trav. Oh I don't goodness. know if I want us to make the playoffs, yo. <laughs> I do. I want us to make it click. No. I don't, really click. I don't want no reason for Jason Garrett to be sticking around. I really don't. Uh, not, yeah. I feel I like we need to hit rock bottom, bro. Well, tra- I really do. Well, Trav, hold on. Don't hang up, all right? Hold on, okay? All right. Hold on one second. Hello? Hey, hello. Peace and blessings, guys. How you guys doing? Water party morning, guy. Man. What's oh, up? Oh, Sean Stone. I see dead hey, people. Morning, Can we put them on conference? I see, I see, I, I, hold on. I, I see, see dead people. Hey, uh, what, what you say, I see dead people. 
What you mean? I'm alive, baby. Can we conference Trav and Sean Stone? Trav's on you, the line. You're alive physically, but your spirit is dead. So let's do nah, a decision right now. Oh, my God, bro. Oh, my dead, dead man alive. talking. Dead man talking. <laughs> <laughs> we have Trav and Sean Stone. I know you guys never met each other well. I'm, I'm, you can Welcome. meet each other now. <laughs> Trav meet Sean Stone. Sean Stone meet Trav. Didn't, didn't you guys have fun laughing at everybody? Yes. Oh, Trav is on the line? Yes. You guys can yes, speak to each right. other. On the line. Apologize oh, to your man. king. Apologize to your king, Sean. Nah, the only thing I know is Christ and Sean Hall, man. Well, it was I, a good battle, though. Between no, it wasn't. It was not a good battle. It was not a good battle. It was very one-sided. It was not a good battle. No, it wasn't. Listen, I just want the world to know, because, Sean, man, you said something. You said that Sean Stone is homophobic and don't like gay people. That's wrong, bro. You know what I mean? I've yeah. worked with gay people. I've talked to gay people. You have gay people I as your friends. No with gay people. Did you hear your song? Some of my best did, friends are gay. Did you, did you hear that little trash-ass voice memo you sent up here? Did you hear what you were saying uh, in there? <laughs> you know, it was uh, fun, bro. It was fun. It was, it, I mean, I love Trav Track, though. It was It was funny. You know what I mean? Shout out to Big uh, uh, It's funny, I it's funny after you got your ass kicked. This, this man pointed out the fact that I was gay like literally 14 times, bro. Like 14 it's not times a problem. man said yeah, You always point out that you're gay on the radio anyway. It's not a problem saying the word gay, bro. You know what I mean? Charlamagne yeah, always If you want to be homophobic, sometimes you're homophobic. You like, did. At the end of the day, you have, a little, you have a little son, bro. At the end of the day, you have a little son, right? And the fact that he might grow up to be gay, you got to get that homophobic shit. Out of you? What? What are you talking about, about being homophobic? What are you talking? I don't understand this. He's trying to use it as a weapon. All right, guys. Christmas nobody. is coming up. By the way, peace be with everybody. Uh, that yes. was a great battle. Yes, Sean Stone's song sounded very homophobic. I, I keep telling you, y'all keep using nah, gay as an insult. Man. What are you? Like, I don't understand. You guys got to explain. If you're using gay as an insult, is. it's homophobic. Why were you using so gay as an insult? Word, so, so using the word gay is, is, is a insult to people? I'm not, I want to play your class you voice memo so people can hear it, but I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to do that to our listeners. Yeah. <sighs> well, it I, was homophobic, yes. Whenever you use gay as an insult, you try to weaponize gay against somebody, that's being homophobic. Goodness gracious. I try to put them on the line so maybe they could piece it up and have a great holiday. That wasn't happening, huh? All right, well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and uh, before I do that, I do want to say rest in peace to Papa Wu. And that's somebody that worked with Wu-Tang Clan from the beginning. He's family, and he just passed away. So rest in peace to Papa Wu. Rest in Wu. peace, Papa Wu. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, you know, I used to work for Wu-Tang, so uh, he definitely was a large part, always on the road, traveling with them, holding everything down. So I saw a lot of the guys from Wu-Tang posting, uh, can't believe you're gone. So, hashtag Papa Boo, rest in peace. But we are going to talk about these Christmas songs and Mariah Carey with her number one song. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumor report. Let's talk Mariah Carey. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, congratulations to Mariah Carey. After 25 years, her song, All I Want for Christmas is You, is number one on Billboard for the first time. So really? congratulations to her. It came wow. out in 1994 on her album, Merry Christmas. I would think that, you know, because I was looking at the Billboard Top 10 yesterday, and it was like three Christmas songs in the Billboard Top 10. That would, would only make sense around this time of year, right? Yeah, it seems like she should do this every year this time of year. They do. They play it all the time. It's I just mean, number it's never one, number though. one. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if because of screaming and stuff like that now. All of that probably helps more oh, than sure. just radio play. 
Well, that's her 19th number one song. So congratulations to Mariah Carey. I know she was excited about it. I saw her post about it. Mm -hmm. So uh, congratulations. We need more black Christmas songs. I don't know why people don't make more uh, Christmas theme songs. That's why I like Little Duval's uh, Christmas Trees. I have the remix to that. I sent you the remix last night. Yep, I got it. It's not. I mean, that's a remix. It's, it's an added verse from an artist that we all know and love. We're going to get it on before we get about it. Yes. All right, now let's talk about, uh, I know y'all have been following this story, I'm sure, up here. You've seen Quality Control CEO P, Lyra Galore, who he has a child with, has uh, accused him of being physically violent toward her. And now he is responding to those claims. He denies that he was physically abusive to her. And she said that it also happened while she was pregnant with their baby girl. He says that her motives for suing him and making these abuse claims are suspect. And he says it must be, and this is in documents that TMZ obtained, he said it must be questioned as to why she allowed him unsupervised visitation with the party's daughter and waited so long to file this monetary claim. And so we'll be letting you know what's going on with this story. But Lyra Galore, on her behalf, is not backing down. She's filed a motion on her own asking the judge to force him to pay for her attorney, which is already $19,000, and she wants $20,000 right now. Uh, from him as well. And she also has photos of her alleged injuries that she says that she suffered because of him. All right. Now let's talk about Nick Cannon. He wants 50 Cent to come on Wildin' Out to catch some of that smoke because I don't think Eminem will ever go on Wildin' Out. I can't see him uh, taking the bait in this. You know, they said Nick Cannon's been playing the diss song that he did about Eminem over and over and over again at Wildin' Out. Back to back to back to back to back to back to back. And so 50 Cent responded. He said, Nick, like, so that's it? Nobody cares about my disc record? No, nobody cares, LOL. And he posted a picture of Nick Cannon uh, wearing a bikini top and some <laughs> pants. <laughs> can you see 50 Cent going on no. Wildin' Out? Mm -mm. I can see 50 on Wildin' Out because 50 got a sense of humor. Um, 50's quick-witted. I can see him going on Wildin' Out before I see Eminem on Wildin' Out. Yeah, Eminem's never going to do that. It. I don't see 50 doing it either. All right. I think they'll be too scared of 50. I think I think a lot of them would be too scared of 50 to play with 50. Now like that you're saying, that. Well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, because Nick Cannon said to 50 on, on Instagram, since Massa is incapacitated, we cordially invite you to come to the show, MTV Wildin' Out, and get his smoke, LOL. It's easy to say that behind the phone and texting and email and posting on social media. But yeah. then when you say that to somebody's yeah. face, it's, it's a little different. Yeah, but I'm, but Nick Cannon can't fight now. Don't get it twisted. So, so can 50. <laughs> 50 can fight too. But Nick can... Nick, that's one thing people don't know about Nick Cannon. Nick can get busy. Play yeah. with Nick Cannon if you want to. Nick Cannon will ball your ass up and beat you like a drum, like he in drum line. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see uh, where where this goes next. Yeah, 50 boxes would be a good match. All right, now, what no, be going... Wait a minute now. We don't want them to fight. I'm just saying that you, both you, of them... You the one that said I'm it up. Saying Fight. I just I said, say I want them to fight. I just said it's hard to say something. You got to say it in their face. You said. But I wasn't talking about you Nick. Said, I'm Nick talking Cannon about the whole fight. cast of Wild and Out. Fight. I'm talking about the whole cast of Wild and so Out. So you think they're going to jump 50? Uh, 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 Chico, <laughs> DC, and Carlos might jump 50. You think 50 going to come by himself? <laughs> <laughs> you think 50 going to come no, by himself? Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, now let's talk about. Nobody wants them problems. Nah, nobody nope. relax. You guys, nobody's going to fight. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Let's get out of hand fast. <laughs> on the view here was another heated exchange that happened. This leads to some diss songs as well. Now they were talking about Donald Trump and the difference between uh, Trump officials refusing to testify in the impeachment proceedings and Joe Biden saying he would not go under oath either. There was an exchange about that, and uh, Meghan McCain was going on and on and on, and uh, you know Joy Bayar was talking to her as well. And Whoopi Goldberg had to step in to calm it down. Listen to this. 
My job right. here is not to litigate the ethics of it. I'm an ABC political analyst along with being a view co-host. My job is to analyze the politics of it. And I'm telling you but the I'm politics But I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the I'm people you my that job are, are here. senators let me that are in, let you the, talk. Let me in the Senate. The Republican so Senate. Here's what's happening now. We're going to show ever. Girl, please stop talking. Please stop talking right now. Because you know what? No problem. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. I won't talk the rest of the show. No problem. Okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. And that was Sonny Huston. She was bringing up Bill Clinton's impeachment and saying that the Republicans who wanted to convict Cl- Clinton on perjury, but now they're acquitting Donald Trump for abusing his power, it's very hypocritical. I mean, listen, that was very entertaining, but it's not productive. It's actually kind of whack, because it's a show. Everyone on there has a different perspective. Everyone on there has a different point of view. You can't tell us shut up just because you don't agree. Because if Meghan McCain would have done that to Whoopi, people would be on social media saying she should be fired, and Whoopi might be demanding an apology. Right. I mean, I think it was hard because Sunny was trying to get her point across and Meghan McCain kept interrupting her while she was trying to say what she had to say. And it just, you know. I didn't hear that. I saw, I saw Sunny get her point out and then when, she was still when, speaking. when Meghan tried to talk, they was shutting her down. Yeah, that's because she was interrupting Sonny because Sonny was just trying to say, basically, and the truth is, you know, you can't turn around and say that uh, after you wanted to uh, impeach Clinton for perjury and then Donald Trump's been lying and then you turn around and say, that's okay. It is hypocrisy. That that is very true. The whole thing is hypocritical. It's very hypocritical how a lot of these people are putting party before country. All right. Now, um, according to Meghan McCain, she's responded afterward and she said she was not behaving poorly. She was trying to show conservative perspective, but she said Sonny would not let her talk. And uh, Whoopi Goldberg said that Meghan McCain had been talking over people and it is what it Who is. Who else is conservative on that show? Meghan's the only one, right? Um, right? Yeah. Yeah. I said they need another they need another conservative on there to balance things up. That's all. Mm. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. You know what? I want to shout out my daughter. Congratulations and shout out to my little baby girl, Madison. She got accepted to NYU. Okay. Yes, congratulations, congratulations Madison. Congratulations to And I know you're Madison. happy she'll be close by. Yeah, I'm happy she'll be close by. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just happy that she's been doing everything that she needs to do as a young lady, as a young woman. She's been studying. She's been putting in the work. And the fact that she got accepted just means everything to me. So congratulations to Madison. NYU is a huge deal. I love you so much. And also, you know, I want to shout out because Candy's daughter. Candy's daughter got accepted to NYU yesterday as oh, well. Oh, so they're going to be going together? Yeah, they're going to be going That's together, so which is cute. crazy. I mean, they don't know each other, but I just seen that they're yesterday. They're about to. And I love the fact that, you know, you got young black women that's working hard. I think one is, I think she's doing more attorney and Madison is doing real estate. But I just love the fact that both those young women are going to. I love it. That well, shout out that. to Riley Burris. Shout out to Madison. And that means you did a great job as a father and Gia did a great job as a mom. That also means you got to stop dyeing your hair because you have a daughter in college now. So there's no way your hair could possibly be that black, sir. It's not. Let it flow. I'm not showing you. I'm not showing you. <laughs> ah, you, know, you ain't got to die today. You are, you are Let me hater. see. You are Let hater. me see. There's no die. Let me see. see. I'm not letting you see. <laughs> but shout out to Kim. Last week, last week it was hand plugs. You still you got, got the hand plugs. There's no damn hand plugs, man. Let me see. You got a hat on for a reason. And either the hand plugs ain't yeah, in you, you ain't got your hood on. Both of y'all got I your hair no covered. It. I know my limitations. Well, so y'all both take your hats and hoods off. I don't have a haircut. I know my hairline of season. I know my limitations in life. today, so I can show y'all what. I can show y'all this. Let's see. We're looking. I ain't showing y'all, man. I'm a grown ass man. You guys man. both have your heads Let's covered. Show you my hair, man. What's wrong with you? Let's y'all? get it together, guys. Just let me see a few grades next year. That's all I'm nothing. saying. Nope. You got a daughter in college now. Nope. When we come back, Angie Martinez will be joining yes, us. Yes, Angie, Angie Ma. Ma.
For front page news, Angie will be here, so we'll talk to her, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, usually we do front page news, but this is bigger than front page news. Yes. A couple of uh, months ago, Angie Martinez got into a car accident. And we haven't really seen her since. She hasn't been on radio. She's been resting. She's been uh, rehabbing. Yes, I've been in communication with her. And I know she's been really anxious to get back to work. So I know she wants to talk to us about coming back to work. All right, so uh, on the line right now, Angie Ma! <laughs> good morning. Good. It's, yo, it's so good to hear your voice, yes, Angie Yes, it is. Ma. But you have no idea how, ha- how happy I am to be heard and to hear your voices, too, man. You guys have been so good to me. Uh, First and foremost, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I feel like every day is a little better. I feel like I have to. I'm gonna have to work. Okay. When this first happened, I was like, I was, you know, I never really had felt pain like that before mm-hmm. in my life. And I gave a, and I had a baby, so this was a different type of level of pain. You know what I'm saying? So I had that when that happened. You don't know how you're gonna deal. Right. And I was fortunate enough to have a conversation with Kevin Hart, who just went through something similar. Mm-hmm. And he just gave me, like, great advice about, like, listen, it's, it's, half of it is your mind, right? Like, you got to get your mind right. You got to do what you got to do. Doctor tells you just take 10 steps. You take 20. You know what I mean? So I've just been really trying to have, like, a good attitude about it the whole time. And we're moving forward. And I'm going forward. Well, we miss um, you so much, man. We miss hearing your voice. We man, miss seeing I miss you. you. Now, I've been I hearing you Angie's been trying to come back to work for, like, the past month anyway. Yo, you know me, right? I like, know. I can't sit. I can't Yo, you sit, got, sit your ass down. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the, like, Angie, relax. Just take your ho- time. It's the holiday season. Why would you want to come back here? We leaving tomorrow. <laughs> well, I'm not. No, I'm actually not coming back to the top of the year. I just wanted to call in and let. Because you right. know what it is? I, I really took some time to really rehab and and heal and focus on me. So I ain't been on social media. I haven't talked to nobody. Even some of my friends have been calling, and I I just really been focused on getting better. So I, I miss everybody. I wanted to let everybody know I was okay. I wanted to um, tell everybody I'm coming back top of year. I'm going to be back on the air January 7th. Good. January 7th. January Drop on the clues bomb for Angie Martinez. <laughs> and Angie, let's be clear, it's also Capricorn season when you come back, right? Well, I, it wouldn't even be right if I wasn't there for Capricorn season. <laughs> and our so. birthdays come, and you know what I mean? I got to be there for that. I don't want to so, see you in no um, parties now. If I could, you, you can't come back and be up in no it's parties. It's a birthday. It's a birthday. Yeah, you got to relax for a second. I'm going to take everything. I'm going to see. I'm going to let my body dictate how everything's going. But right now, I'm like, I'm doing really well. And I feel good, and I'm happy to, you know what I mean, talk to you guys. I'm, I'm going to be good. Good, yeah, good, good. Did you talk, so good. Are you on painkillers and all kind of other stuff? No, I got off those drugs as soon as I could because I hated them. They had right. me, like, medicated in the hospital for, like, three weeks straight. I oh, that's like good. Like, wow. So you've been able to partake in some coquito. A, t- a tiny bit. Like, okay. Thanksgiving, I had, a, like, a little half a Moscow mule. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I've had a little red wine. Um, okay. I've been really, when I tell you I've been focused, I've been, like, trying to eat. Right, trying to drink a lot of water. You know, do everything that everybody says is what you're supposed to do to heal fast. So I've been, um, I haven't been over here taking shots of tequila or nothing like that. All right, don't worry. I'm not going to make you do anything you don't want to do, Angie. (laughs) I know. Angela hit me yesterday. She's like, yo, I heard you coming back. We got to, I'm like, yo, chill. (laughs) I didn't even say all that. I just said, I'm going to come and hang out with you. I didn't say nothing about no drinks. And she was like, look, Angela, I need a minute. But what do we we do every time we hang out? Drink. Yeah, right. I'm going to bring some (laughs) green tea up here for us. Now, now, Angie, now. Bring me some juices from the juice I got bar. you. I got you. Now, some Angie, we made a video for you, uh, a, a cherub video. I know. That was so sweet. Did you see when I tried to rap your whole song? 
Yeah, I was really annoyed. I was still <laughs> on, so annoyed. I was, still, I was still on drugs. I was like on the crazy drugs, and it's and even in my high state, I was like, why is he so annoying? Like, <laughs> she was like, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> well, we miss you. We can't wait to see you Man, back. Man, I can't wait. January seventh. So January seventh, the day back. I know a lot of people have a lot of questions. I'll probably do a live that day, and we'll I'll talk to everybody and. I just want everybody to have an amazing holiday. No, I'm good. Thank you so much for all the love and the prayers and everybody there for holding me down like like they have been. And, you know, it's it's not just, you know, it took a lot of people to get me back. Okay. All the nurses, doctors, everybody that, that got me right. So well, we I love you and we miss everybody. you, Angie Ma. Can't wait to see I you I love y'all, man. Love you, Angie. All right, Angie Ma. Have I'll a be great holiday. I'll be here January 7th. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you then, baby. All right, Angie. <laughs> Bye, guys. I will shout to Angie Martinez yes, now. so happy. When we come back, 800-585-1051. Let's talk about somebody else that might be coming back. Takashi 69 mm. Now, Takashi 69 is supposed to be released tomorrow. Maybe. No, it's all up that? to a judge. They're saying it's, poten- it's potential. I ain't seen no maybe. The that's lawyer maybe. got on Instagram yesterday and said that's not true. They don't know. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's potential. Said, that's what maybe means. Maybe he might be getting home tomorrow. Right. Mm. They don't know. That's what that's what they are expecting and hoping. So we're asking 800 585 1051. If Takashi 69 comes home, should we interview him? Should it's, the Breakfast Club interview Takashi 69? It's, it's, it's a backstory behind this. We'll explain when we come back. Right, but that is the question. 800 585 1051. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. So if you just join us, we're asking 800 585 1051. Now they're saying Takashi 69 will be released tomorrow. Yes, and if, and if he is released, we're saying it's potential. Potential, yeah, possibly. Because I got a, I got, I got a call from somebody, I guess who's in Six Nine's team, mm-hmm. and he asked me, did I want to do a one-on-one interview with Six Nine? Correct. And I was like, no, I think if if we did interview him, he should be on the Breakfast Club because the Breakfast Club was his, you know, two biggest looks. But I was like, you know what? Let me talk to everybody else to see. Cause I'm not too sure how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Right. I got, I got, I got a similar call, and they asked me. Would I be willing to do it? I said, I don't think I'm, I want to do it. Um, Tell me why you don't want, wouldn't do it. Uh, the reason is is this, right? Now, you know, I feel like with Takashi 69 I feel like he used his uh, gang affiliation and all that to, to benefit himself. Right? You know, first he came out, he was a, allegedly a crip. Mm-hmm. Then he was allegedly a blood. And he was talking crazy all the line for clout and, and for people to stream his music. And it worked. The, you know, the young man made great music. He's actually a good kid. Like, I sat down and spoke to him a couple of times. My, my kids, he's taking pictures with my kids. Great kid. But he used the streets and used gang affiliation to make himself hot. And then when it backfired, because, of course, you're not going to be able to use something without somebody getting in your pocket and, and, and doing street activities, when it didn't necessarily work for you, then you decided to tell on everybody that you was just riding on. Yeah. All those hits that you allegedly did and all those things that you allegedly did, now it didn't work for you. So now what do you do? You turn on everybody? You get released and you're rewarded for it. I, I just don't necessarily think it's it's a message that I want to do. I mean, I don't want to promote to kids that, you know, you go wild and do some stupid-ish and then you just tell on the people you've done and then all of a sudden you come out and can put out records and it's all cool. I just don't... It's kind of like a drug dealer. You're a drug dealer. You sell drugs. Another drug dealer robs you. You yeah. can't call the police. 
Yeah, I mean, for me, man, I, I'm not not even necessarily the street aspect of it. I, I tell you why it is. For me, I don't think we should do it. Like when we sit down with someone, it has to either entertain or educate or possibly both. Would it be entertaining? I'm sure it would be. It would be. But I think it could absolutely send the wrong message. Just a lot of miseducation in that six nine situation. Like like you said, Takashi was out here wilding, pretending to be a gang member. He was ordering hits on people. We told him he would either end up in jail or dead. He got hit with a bunch of charges. He went to jail. He snitched on everybody. We all know. That that story. Correct. Now it's rumors he may be coming home. It doesn't feel like it's been any accountability, okay, on his part. And it would be irresponsible of us to em empower that dysfunction. It's the same dysfunction that the label has invested money in. They're already trying to set up interviews. And mm -hmm. I don't want to be a part of any of that because it feels to me like the label is just trying to capitalize off this situation the same way they were trying to... Oh, hell yeah. They were capitalizing off him running around and wilding. Right. You know, and now they're continuing to capitalize off this kid's dysfunction. I think that's whack. Not to mention when I ask people why we should interview 6 9 people's only response is because it gets YouTube views. That's not a good enough reason for me. Yeah, we passed um, YouTube views. We passed the, the, the needing of, of, of YouTube views or money. We, 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 we don't need that. Yeah. We're good. I was going to say, everybody's weighing in on it. Don't you want to hear what he has to say in response since no, we talk he, about giving people a platform when you discuss them? And what about if he, there is a story of redemption here. What about if there is a lesson to be learned for people? Well, you don't a, know what it is yet. Well, talk about that's a good point. See, that young man has a target on his back right now, and I'm sure it's people who want to kill him. He needs to come home and figure out his life. He needs to figure out who he, who he is as a man before he jumps back into the character of 6ix9ine. Daniel Hernandez has to do some soul searching before he gets back into the the character of 6 9 and until he does that, I don't think I want any parts of it. So I do agree with Angelique on that aspect because the label don't give a damn. The label just want to grab him, put him back out there, get him to start making music, music again, and start making some money, start getting some, some return on their investment. They don't care about Daniel Hernandez, the person. Daniel Hernandez, the person, absolutely needs to hold himself accountable. He needs to take some uh, responsibility for his actions, and he needs to figure his life out. This could be everybody. a good lesson for kids who are trying to go down a similar path. He's not the first person to have done this. He won't be the last. Well, let's see how and he this, comes out. This and, could and be that's something. my whole thing because, I mean, everybody changes when they're in jail at first. You know, yes. they change. But now, <laughs> now when you get out and you can't do the certain things that you do, now we see how that really affects you. If you stand your ground and say, you know what, I'm a changed person, that old person wasn't me, or do you conform to, damn, I got to pay my bills. I got to pay the security uh, bill. Yes, he's I got to start doing Maybe this. he'll join Sunday service and he won't curse anymore. And he'll yeah, just right. Listen, I don't know. How, listen, I don't know how the young man's gonna come home. I know that he's got 24/7, 365 day security. In order to do that, you're gonna have to sell some records. And guess what? I don't think people want no nice six nine. No, no, no holier than thou six nine. Okay, they want that wild ass, crazy ass guy that we knew before he went into jail. And I think that's eventually what he'll return to. But we don't know. We gotta see. All right. When we come back, we'll take your calls. I right, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about uh, Takashi 69 He's supposed to be released tomorrow. That's what they're saying. Well, they're saying they don't know. Right, they're saying that there's a potential. It's completely up to the judge. So right now, there's a possibility. He's supposed to be sentenced tomorrow. Sentenced tomorrow. They yes. believe he will be released. Uh, so we're asking 800-585-1051 if he is released, should the Breakfast Club do his interview? All right, so uh, let's go to the phone lines. We got uh, Cray on the line. Cray, good morning. It's Freddie P, not Cray. Hi, um, Freddie P. Freddie P, this is Cray. But what's up, bro? What, what, what do you think about should we interview Takashi 69 First of all, good morning to all three of y'all. First of uh, all, yes. Secondly, 
Uh, secondly, I don't think y'all should give him the opportunity to come up there and get nothing, no parts of his story. Don't nobody really want to hear nothing he got to say in the first place. I don't even know what part y'all thought that it was cool for him to... F- I don't understand. No, no, he's a rat. He shouldn't get the opportunity to come up there and say nothing. Okay. He doesn't, you, yeah, he doesn't want to come up here. He fears for his life, so they would want to do it at an undisclosed location. Nah, we'd have to do and it I'm here. definitely not doing that. Wait, nah, we'd have to do it here. Hello, who's this? King Man. Hey, what's up, bro? We're talking. Should we interview Takashi Six Nine? Uh, I think you should. Charlemagne got some explaining to do, and maybe a yeah. little, uh, you know, working out to do. You know, he Charlemagne. Charlemagne set himself up for this one. They might want that one-on-one for that. Why don't y'all understand hyperbole or hyperbole? Hyperbole. Because <laughs> when Biggie was out here saying he wanted to sleep with RuPaul over escape, nobody cared. <laughs> All right? When Biggie said he would suck, you look so good, I suck on your daddy's Y'all understood that as hyperbole. But when I say it, y'all want me to t- hold myself to that bet. Hello, who's this? <laughs> hey, yo, this is Cam from 757. What's up, 757? We're asking uh, Takashi, if he comes home tomorrow, should we interview him? Yeah. <laughs> so you got Okay, him. thanks. <laughs> All right. You're going to be lonely a long time, bro. I, I could tell he's a fan of Takashi. He just said, yeah. Use your words. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> who's this? Yeah. Jonathan. Hey, what's up, man? We're, we're asking if Takashi comes home tomorrow, should we interview him? Man, I think y'all should. Why? going to be a man. First off, Charlemagne knows him something off the bat. No, oh, right. God. That's how we got to start the interview. <laughs> That's all people care about. Y'all really want to see this gay porn, huh? That's what I'm starting to realize. Yeah. I'm starting to realize y'all really want me to, y'all really want me to six nine penis. Hey. I like gay porn. Hey, you got to be true to your word, man. You no, I don't. Because it, no, the, word, key, the, the <laughs> word of the day is hyperbole. All right? That's what that we was. We just learned that. Okay? No, I did not just learn that. <laughs> I right? said we. I wrote two books. I'm a New York Times bestseller. I, I, the word of hyperbole. the day is hyperbole. Okay? <laughs> you know what hyperbole is? Nah, I don't. Hyperbole really is when you exaggerate think. a situation <laughs> because you were sure that the situation, uh, there, there was no escaping it. All right? I, I never, I would First of all, I'm not stuck in this. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh and just say that. All right. Just, just, you what the fuck is wrong that. with y'all? What the hell is wrong with y'all Goodness people, gracious. man? Jesus Christ. You know those memes where it's like nobody. Nobody. 800 We're talking to Kashi 69 If he comes home. Tomorrow, should we interview him? That is the question. Call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're talking to Kashi Six Nine now. Uh, he might be released tomorrow. We're not sure. If he is released, should we interview him? Who's this? Yeah, this is Jeff from Chicago. Hey, Jeff from Chicago. You know, should we interview Six Nine? Man, yeah, interview him. I don't think y'all should interview him there because you know all that stuff that's going on. But yeah, y'all should interview him though. Well, I feel he more safe and comfortable here than anywhere well, else. Yeah, he, he said his people said that he wouldn't want to do the interview here because uh, he fears for his life. Yeah, it's probably not safe. But I, I shoot, it's safer here than any uh, location. But not if you, but everybody knows where here is. Yeah, but they don't, they don't know when he's coming. They don't know when he's coming. They don't know when he's going. There's, there's six, seven different exactly. exits and entrances in this building. Yeah, but everybody would be outside, see you coming in the building. They don't know they when he's coming. You got to sign in to come upstairs. And, and please believe, he's not coming by himself. He's going to have a, a full security detail team. I just don't think like we. Sh- I don't feel like we should do it because it just it doesn't feel like it's been any accountability for the way he was out here wilding. And not only that, I, I I'm sorry. I've, I've had a great year, man. I don't want that negative juju. I don't me, want man. that negative energy around me. You know, just, you know, everything is pretty good. Loving blessings. What does this porta potty guy say? Peace. Peace and blessings. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Graper, man. What's up, bro? Takashi six nine. If he's released tomorrow, should we interview him? 
Takashi Six Nine getting interviewed tomorrow. No, oh my God. I can't. But that's your own fault. I can't. Yeah, it's the way you work. Things. I can't. You know, people out here taking information like that. Right now, people are going, "Yo, Six Nine gonna be on the breast cut tomorrow if you get up." Oh my goodness. Hello, who's this? Sonny from Detroit. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. We're asking if Takashi Six Nine gets released, should we interview him? I think you guys should be the first to interview him. Why? If you, because Charlemagne, that's you. Yes, this is me. <laughs> uh oh, here we go. <laughs> Tell us why. I, 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 Charlemagne, I need you to hit him with them questions. I need you to get at him. I need you to ask him those questions that most might not are afraid to ask him. I don't like, think that, like what question, my brother. I don't think there's anything left to ask. Before he went into jail, we told him that he was going to end up in jail or dead if he didn't change his ways. We told him all of this was going to happen. Everybody told him that. Fat Joe told him that. The thing here is, I think Charlemagne, you need to tell him in a different in a different manner. I think, I think you know a way to go around it. I, I think you know how to not so much embarrass him, but he has to have a teaching moment. At the end of the day, he was a kid. He's a kid. He's not grown folks like us. That's he true. He got wrapped up. He got wrapped up. The money came. It came so fast. He just didn't, he couldn't handle it. I just feel like day. it would be irresponsible to empower anything he got going on right now because the label is really investing in this kid's dysfunction. The, way, the same way they invested in his dysfunction before he went in, they're investing in it afterwards. And I want Daniel Hernandez to do some soul searching before he gets back into the character of 6ix9ine. And until he does that, I don't think I want any parts of it. You know, you gotta understand from the label, they look at it like this. When he was locked up, he's been locked up for what, the last year or so? His streams haven't gone down. People are still streaming his music. They're still Did purchasing they? and buying his music. Yes, I didn't see the Spotify yeah, thing in 6 9 somebody It's still doing good. It's not like he got arrested so people stopped effing with him. They're still streaming his music. So yeah. as the label who doesn't care necessarily about our community, they're like, you know what? We're going to invest. We're going to get we're paid. Gonna make, we're going to make more money back. Yes. I'm surprised. I'll be surprised I, if we don't put out an album in the next I week. just think there's a lot of interesting things that can be learned from this. We don't know what it is that he's going to say. We don't know what he's learned. We don't know what he's going to be acting like. We have no idea. And maybe it is a story of redemption. Maybe it is a warning to other kids it's, out there. It's, it's not maybe it is. I learned my lesson. Maybe the letters that he wrote to the judge, he really feels that I way. I don't believe that. I believe this is one of those times where you said something foul and you just jumped out there and said, I apologize. You want to get out. You, you want to get, get out of jail. I'll say whatever yes. I got to say to Anything. the judge to get out. But then it's who you are when you get out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I got to see. I, don't, I, don't I mean, he's been be through first. a lot right now. I'm sure that he's had a change of heart on some things. I can't see that you haven't. Yeah, but why Is do you have that change of heart? Is your family threatening danger? You're threatening danger? But why do you have that change All of heart? You come out and then you can't, you know, feed your family anymore and you can't pay for your security. Do you go That's back right. to... All of, that All of that sounds good until them shows ain't selling, until them screams go down and people realize they don't like Night 6 9 Okay? All of that sounds good. Then he turns back into the 6 9 that went in. But look, we got to see. So what's the what's the moral of the story? I mean, we got if he comes out tomorrow, we got to decide now. There's no we got. No, see. we don't. I'm going on vacation tomorrow. After tomorrow, <laughs> after tomorrow, I'm tapped out till January 7th. So, y'all can be up here by yourself talking to him. All right. I'm tapped out today. What are you talking about? Oh, today your last day? <laughs> oh. I'm I might be a little <laughs> sick. Oh, you got we a got sick, sick day? day? We got sick day. I was I, thinking that, too. I got a little scratchiness in my throat. I already <laughs> did my vacation. I'm rested. <laughs> well, we got rumors on the way? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so let's talk about tips. Imagine you go out. You have an extravagant dinner. It's $500, and you don't leave a tip. Who are they accusing this of? All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, good morning, DJ MV. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. 
it's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. So, according to uh, page six in the New York Post, Mm -hmm. Mariah Carey and her team, they were playing at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, and it's her All I Want for Christmas is You tour that she's doing. Now, here's where it gets tricky. $500, right, in food. This was at Robert's Steakhouse in the hotel. Okay. Do you leave a tip if it's takeout? No. Now, a person is saying the chef prepared the meal with extra attention to make sure everything was perfect. It was a lot of food. It was lobster tail, strip steak, roast chicken, salmon, crab cakes, pasta, salad, spinach. The whole meal came out to $493.67. The staffer handed over $500 and then took the $6.33 and change. Well, well, God bless that chef for doing his job, but if it's takeout, I'm not leaving a tip. The whole point of leaving a tip is because of the service that you receive while you're sitting there. I'm not giving them a tip for takeout. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I I don't give a tip for takeout. You know what's crazy? I when I go pick up takeout or if I order food and it's a delivery, I do leave a tip. Mm-mm. And now okay. it might not be the same tip that I would leave if I sat down and ate. Usually I leave like a ten percent tip or something like that if I'm doing a takeout. But, but you I always leave a, a little tip for service, like when they bring you drinks, when they bring you food, yep. when they clean up the table, when they're preparing the table. They packed up the bag. Now I will say the last time I got takeout, I left a tip, but I didn't leave it with that person. I pulled up to uh, the Root Steakhouse. In Jersey, mm-hmm. and um, the guy outside let me park my car in front while I was running in. So when I came back, I tipped him. Yes. Well, yeah, that's. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I, when I even when I go like this, to the Thai spot in Brooklyn, and I get a call ahead of time, and I'm like, I'm gonna pick this up. I always leave a little tip. Well, you getting money. The rest of us that have to pinch pennies, we can't just be tipping when we get takeout. I got five kids. Hurry up! I got three. Times is hard in the slums. I'm. Y'all eating at Ruth Chris though. Who ain't at Ruth's Chris? I thought you, you said Ruth's Steakhouse. Oh, I thought you said Ruth's Chris. No, Ruth's Chris. Ruth's Steakhouse is better than Ruth's Chris. No. It is not. Okay. Yes, it is. Well, if you can afford to eat there, you surely <laughs> yes, can is. afford to leave a couple yes, dollars. <laughs> That's all I had. Okay. That's all, all right. I had. I had to buy for five. All right, now, little Yachty <laughs> is talking about this rolling loud fight. Now, people saw this video, and you can see that there's some type of brawl that happened. People say on the video, Yachty's the one who actually threw the first blow. Well, now little Yachty is speaking on what happened. Here's what he said on his Instagram. Clearly, it's only showing one half of the altercation. Uh, basically, last night as I was leaving out the festival, a guy walked in the middle of my group of people and pushed me, screaming and all type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, being very disrespectful. So we said, uh, say, excuse me, and he's like, yeah, you know, he's just being blatantly disrespectful in my face and causing a scene. After that, it doesn't show any of that, and I don't, I don't really appreciate that. I think that's kind of corny. That, you know, it looks like we're just picking a fight. I don't, I don't have any, I'm not a problematic person. I don't just pick fights with people. Well, the problem is the only the footage only shows them beating at the young man. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, all the videos I saw from Rolling Loud don't make me feel like I'm missing nothing. Between <laughs> Wack 100 and Lil Yachty, I am happy to be in my house having happen. my little red cup kickbacks minding my goddamn business. Yeah, These so. people are wilding. You can't even say it's just the young ones because Wack out there wilding. <laughs> Yachty out there wilding. They just wilding. I'm happy to be home. All right, now let's discuss love and hip-hop. Joe Button is clearly the one that is... Uh, most talked about on Love & Hip Hop right now because ahead of the Love & Hip Hop New York premiere, the two-hour premiere, they went through old footage and since Santana actually got very emotional while watching footage of Joe Button proposing to her. It's so hard. I really wanted my family. Well, it's always emotional when you think about time and how it just goes by. And it's been a year since this. 
I'm just, I'm sad and disappointed and it's hard when you really want things to work and they're just, they're not working, I guess, on your time. I mean, at the end of the day, that's the father of my son and family is super important to me. You know, it's different now, but I have faith in the man upstairs. Why is Joe Button doing Love and Hip Hop? <laughs> well, I'm not know. done with Joe Button right now because then Tahiri also responded and she was saying that the editing was off on Love and Hip Hop because of this. My answer was, I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, they were asking her if she would get back together with him. This is what the clip sounded like. Maybe have mishandled some people. Okay, I'm glad that you're owning up to you, it then. You can say that. You grew up a little. I gotta admit, it is nice to see Joe. He is looking like he's doing pretty well. Maybe he is a change man. Would you ever think about getting back with Joe Budden? I'm uh, not sure yet, honestly. We need to hang out. How about that? Because right now everybody's over here. We need to join the party. We'll speak when it's less going on. All right. I'll see you soon. She said editing is a bitch. Okay. That was never my answer, but I guess that's what the world wants to see. And somebody answered the question for me. Why <laughs> is Joe Budden doing Love and Hip Hop? Yes, that three times. Does he need the money? No. Does he, does he want more fame? <laughs> like, for someone who claims to be so anti-industry and so against the machine, it all seems very hypocritical for him to be on Love and Hip Hop participating in Big Fish Entertainment and Mona Scott Young storylines. Sure, I'm sure it helps with his podcast, which is... He doesn't need help with the podcast. Podcast And you know, maybe that helps even more. Or or maybe maybe Sin wanted to get on there and he's doing it with Sin. I mean, we don't know. But then with Tahiri, too, I I don't know. They they be having Joe on Love and Hip Hop looking like a sad clown. Like, it just seems like a step backwards for someone who's positioning themselves to be a multimedia mogul. But there's a lot of people on Love and Hip Hop this season, too. I mean, Jim Jones is on there and, you know. I'm talking about Joe Budden specifically. Mm hmm. That's what I want to know. Inquire well, my inquire. You I, speak to him all the time. That is true. Yeah, tweet him and ask him. Tweet him and ask him right we now. Actually, we actually him. working together next week. I'll ask him next week. Yeah, there you go. I'd rather do it on camera. All right. <laughs> well, that is your <laughs> rumor report. I'm Angela Yee. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, Solomon, who are you giving that down to? Mm. Uh, you remember the fan that uh, got into it with Russell Westbrook at a game last year and he got banned? That guy, his name is Shane. We need him to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. All right, we'll get to that next. Hold on. Am I? Oh, shoot. Calm down. Oh, shoot. Calm down. Before we do that, <laughs> let, me sh- let me shout out to my little baby girl. She's listening. She's six years old. Her tooth finally came out. Woo! Little you have to pull it out. We've been trying to get this tooth out for the last four days. She would not get this tooth out. She, would not- she didn't want to eat nothing because the tooth was barbering her. She just texted me and said, Daddy, my tooth came out. So It's crazy. You Yay. got so many kids, they don't even know who's about to get a shout out. You're like, shout out to my little girl. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Lundy Chu, Lundy Chu, Lundy Chu. All right, now, go ahead, get hyped. Oh, yes, um, I keep telling y'all that I feel like we need to ha- have more black Christmas songs. Correct. And uh, my guy, Little Duval, created one, and we played this yesterday, right? Yes. But now, now. there's a feature that has been added to this record. Oh. Uh, Ghetto America's favorite auntie. Oh. Miss Monica. Hey, Drop one of Clues Bob's for Christmas trees. Featuring Monica, Little Duval featuring Monica, right here on The Breakfast Club. Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! Play top of the hour first? Yep. All right. Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Miss Calloway. Chantel Calloway, creator of Rhyme Antics. Welcome. Thank you. Good now, what is Rhyme Antics? So, Rhyme Antics is the world's next great game. It's um, a vocabulary game inspired by hip hop mm-hmm. where you have to freestyle rap in proper English. So, we can't make up words. No, you cannot. There's no slang, no ebonics. <laughs> you can do all that, but you're not going to get points. You're not going to win the game. So it really is a vocabulary game that 
like test your vocabulary knowledge. Yeah. Now that's gonna be tough in hip hop now because I know this game is to promote literacy, but we love to make up words. I know, I know, but you know, I thought it was really important to create something that um, paid homage to the roots of, of hip hop, which like the hip hop I grew up on was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an 80s baby, so the, the lyricists I grew up listening to always was spitting bars um, using real words. Beautiful. No mumbo. Huh? The yes. most beautifulest thing Keith in this Murray. world. <laughs> oh, what about like, fabulous? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of that. But, you know, like, I'm an advocate for literacy. I am, too. Yes. I agree I with you on you that. Are. I agree with that because I do feel like a lot of times people, like, even with, with their text messaging, they use acronyms. They don't write the full words out. So a lot of right. times people are missing out on being able to actually send out a proper email. Right. I think it's important to know how to use your vocabulary properly, and then you can use your slang how you choose, but you have to be able to do both. Can I open Absolutely. This? Sure. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, give us an example. I want to see how this game works. Okay, so two teams battle each other, right? There's three levels of difficulty, easy, intermediate, and intellectual. The team chooses a difficulty level, and a card is read to you at random like this. So you... You three, all right? So y'all just... three versus you? No, yeah, I'm the scorekeeper. So okay. I'm just going to read y'all the card. And what I got to do from and, there. And so you have to spit one bar, one line, one creative sentence. The last word has to rhyme with mine. So the object of the game is there is a bunch of words on the back of this card Bum. that you're trying to guess. And you got to do it within the time, right? Within the 60 seconds. Wait, it has to okay, be a so real song or we're making up our own lyrics? No, you're freestyling off top. So we got to keep going. Yes. Uh, you so have 60 so seconds on, minute, to try and guess as many words on the back of the card as possible. So how does this work? Now, what do I do? Turn it upside down? Yeah, and it's 60 seconds time. Okay. But there okay. is hey, there's the an app that you use that plays the music instrumentals. Ready? So the, the sentence is, the world is mine. Right. She just said my I last said vacation. Mine. I said my last vacation was, was so, so divine. divine. I don't eat swine. I like to shine. That doesn't all go together. That's, yes, it does. Divine, yeah, shine, yeah, and Yeah, that was right. Yes, my house smells like pine. Very good. <laughs> I like to drink wine. My lucky number's nine. I am very <laughs> kind. Jesus. Hello. <laughs> While you bust a slow wine. Okay, right. Santa so Claus snorts lines. Ooh. <laughs> I like Bars. to rhyme. No, that's not it. You lost. No. Rhyme does not rhyme I got exactly. with mine. No. Charlamagne can't wait for Takashi 6 9 <laughs> No, that's, that's not true. true. Is that that's true? true. <laughs> <laughs> I do another one. We practiced that Okay, one. that was practice round. <laughs> okay. All right, let's go. So hold go. on. The, the time is still going. Well, you know, we're not playing officially right oh. now. But the team would have 60 seconds, and then they would battle the other team. So, so what's so on each, the back? All the words. All the let's words. see. Let's see what words is on the back. Ain't no six words. nine on there. Okay, we did fine. Nine fine line. Shine, 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 Everybody likes me. Uh, Kelly loves P. <laughs> See, I can't play with you. What? What? Getting out of jail is so heavenly. No, <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> heavenly does not know. No. Yeah, if I, I get mean, rhyme heavenly with wine, rhymes with T. I mean, technically. No. Technically how? also rhymes with T. But it would be a debate between the teams if they would want to give you that as a rhyme. Technically word. and T also rhyme. Yes. Rhyme antics, y'all. Okay, this is a little harder. So, like I said, there's three different levels easy, intermediate, intellectual. This is intermediate. Let's okay. Intermediate. Okay. I want the clout. Ooh. Mm. So make sure you shout me out. You see the I double one have I did? Sex. I'm never in a drought. <laughs> 
Ah, no doubt. <laughs> Stay away from Charlemagne. He got gout. Whoa. <laughs> okay. When I go fishing, I like to catch trout. Oh. Hey, I'm from Charleston, so I might box somebody in their mouth. <laughs> you can't use no, in Charleston, that's Geechee. No, that's okay. not slang. In Charleston, the way I talk, mouth might come out mouth. Okay. You know? <laughs> that would be a debate. Um, I'm happy I don't pout. Mm-hmm. Because that's never the route. Very good. So that's how you play rhyme. Oh, I need to know more of those, because I really don't know how to do rhymes with clout. What's on the back of that? We said all oh, about, doubt, drought, out, pout, route, shout, snout, spout, trout, gout, kraut, mouth. Mm-hmm. Mouth was not on there. <laughs> yes, it was. Mouth was not on there. Because I would have had a good one now for why, that. Now, why a, a game? Like, that's that's not a hustle you see a lot of uh, people getting into, especially yeah, black so, people. Why um, a game? Like any invention, um, I developed this game out of a need. Um, I was, me and my family, we were just really tired of playing, like, taboo and catchphrase mm-hmm. every holiday. Um, game night for like 20 years, you know? So um, I'm a hip hop head and it was an idea that sat in my family for like seven years. And um, every time we got together as a family, we really wanted to play it and the kids especially wanted to play it. And so um, I really started uh, investigating the game industry and I saw that one, there was no game that was themed in hip hop. And then that every new game that had come out either mocked an old idea or um, it was kind of just like had no educational value. Um, I wanted to do something that just you know added value back to the culture, and that was educational because education is very important. All right, we got more with Miss Callaway when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I'm a young CEO. Sure. Yeah. 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 Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Miss Calloway. She has a new vocabulary game that's out right now. It's called Rhyme Antics. Charlamagne. How'd you get it off the ground? I, I know you started, a, you did some crowdfunding, right? Yeah, I mean, I did everything. I've pretty much mastered every single phase of entrepreneurship. So I moved here um, in 2015 with just my prototype that didn't look nothing like this. It looked like really Caribbean colors. It was terrible. <laughs> from where? Um, from Boston. Mm-hmm. I'm from Boston, Mass. And um, I was I was in the middle of like you know rebuilding myself, self development because I had gotten into some big trouble, and I was just like you know what can I do to just um, be great again? And so I started developing the game. I left a very comfortable situation in Boston, and um, I moved here with nothing. I came here with one hundred and fifty dollars. I was staying in one of the worst shelters in the Bronx, mm. and um, from there I just I got myself a job, and then in three weeks I had two jobs, and then from there I just been hustling, grinding. So this you got is arrested year nine. For, for shoplifting. That was, that was the trouble you were in? Shoplifting? Thank Robert. Damn, they playing you, Chantel. <laughs> That's what it says. They're giving, it says. They giving you those light crimes. They're giving you those little light crimes. But it wasn't a light crime? They're giving you those Come little on, light I'm, crimes like I'm shoplifting. Great. Okay. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I think big. Yeah, I don't, shoplifting. you know, shoplifting. <laughs> I think big. <laughs> yeah, I mean, stupid me. I did some dumb shit. And um, I did. I got arrested for bank robbery. Jeesh. Was one of those I'll leave a note bank robberies or was? Yes. But I, I definitely am very guilty of making a very poor choice. And, and you paid your debt to society. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I think I have a redemption story that should, I want to use to inspire others. You know, you can really change your life through self-development and redirecting that energy into doing something positive. And the thing about criminals, most criminals are, are great masterminds in entrepreneurship. 
um, and they're entrepreneurs, really, but they're just their energy's focused in the wrong way, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I moved here and I discovered this amazing accelerator program. It was called Defy Ventures. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I heard of Defy Ventures. Yeah, I used, it, to, I used to help promote Defy Defy Ventures. So Defy really changed my life. Really, like, it, it was crazy. I was looking for a job and I saw a Craigslist post and it was like entrepreneurs with criminal history we need you that's great and i was like only in new york would some like this exist you know what i'm saying and so i moved here and they taught me just like you know like equity and shares and Mm -hmm. creating a a most valuable product and uh pitching and i won from that i won three pitch competitions i just won another pitch competition like three weeks ago in boston what is the art of the pitch um well you know, less is always more. You have to have something very short and to the point, but it has to be very impactful. And you have to, the the people, um, the investors have to learn very quickly what problem you're trying to solve. Mm-hmm. I would honestly say that this product is, is completely unique. There's mm-hmm. nothing like it. So I kind of got lucky. But there's still millions of ideas that haven't been created yet that, that people, if they get creative and think, um, you know, they can come up with something dope. You have to be definitely passionate. This is year nine for me, so I'm passionate about hip-hop, and that's what's kept me going. Um, And I'm passionate about, you know, teaching and education. I just, I want to make the world aware that there's a serious literacy crisis that's going on that is not even getting paid attention to, you know what I mean? Um, I see it when I play the game with with kids and with adults. It's like um, technology is really corrupting our cognitive functions at an alarming rate and there's a lot of data out there coming out now about that and it's just really important that we promote reading culture within the household because that's where it starts that's i where can believe that How yeah. can pe- where can people pick up the game if they want to purchase the game for christmas so the game is available online and i'm also in about 45 retailers mm-hmm. um camp is my biggest one here in new york camp has five stores now mm-hmm. union square there's one in brooklyn um, they just opened one in Dallas. And then my other biggest retailer is um, Newberry Comics. But it's available at many stores. You can go to the website, and it's available online. And Amazon. RhymeAntics.com. And Chantel is right about the literacy, too. Um, 82% of black students and 77% of Hispanic students are not reading proficiently. Right. Yeah. Like it's, a, it's a national emergency that people really aren't paying attention to. So anything that can help increase literacy in those and those spaces is great. Might be a good partnership, but like with the libraries. I work with the New York Public Library as mm-hmm. an ambassador. We did this whole, we have this book club we're starting with the middle schools and the high schools just mm-hmm. to get people to read more, which we just kicked off a couple of weeks ago. But something like this, I think kids would be interested in, like coming together, yeah. even in a library setting to do something like that. It's like you have to meet kids where they're at. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, engage with them in a way that's exciting, you know, like traditional books is not exciting for them anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, that's why Audible's so big. Yeah, right. But it can can be if it's the right presentation and the right... Sometimes things that you get have to read in school are different than things that you would read and be interested in outside of that. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we're being told to read these books in school that doesn't represent who we are or what we're interested in, and then it makes us kind of turned off, I think, from wanting to pursue other avenues. Right. And the brain has just changed, too. I just think if you if you make the decision to have a child, you're making the decision to, to also be a teacher, like, for Absolutely. life. You know what I mean? You have to educate your child outside of the school. You can't depend on that solely. So, 
it's something that really has to be looked at um, within our community. Well, before we get about it, let's play one yeah. more time. Okay, I got one more card. And All right, let's hold get on. Oh, gosh. Play the, go to the hard joint. Play the what's it called? Intellectual. Intellectual. Go to intellectual. I love being black. Hey. Because <laughs> anything else is whack. <laughs> I love being black because black don't crack. Mm-hmm. And we don't cut anybody any slack. <laughs> and we always on track. And all black men are snacks. <laughs> but wait a minute, don't, don't edit that wow. crazy. I meant that for wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what you into. Okay. 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 Um, uh, mm-hmm. I'm a follower. I run with the pack. Mm. All right. And uh, if you come up to us around, you might get smacked. And we never slack. <laughs> But you might get an asthma attack. <laughs> they always give me flack. Because you're not black. I am black. No, you're beige. You're whack. <laughs> and I got a big s***. Ew, all right, come on, y'all. Oh, damn. Should have said that after I said... We're coming out with the adult dirty version hey. next. <laughs> adult dirty version is next, for sure. Oh but yo, yo, get so right like get in your crack. Yes, yes get right Mantics is the world's next great game. It's super fun. It's good times. It's a drinking game. It's an adult party game. It's a family game. It's yes. a classroom game. It's um, a great corporate icebreaker game. It's just, like, so dope. And you can get it where? Uh, Rhymantics.com on Amazon or uh, at retailers that you can find. I can't. Well, it's Miss Calloway. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Thank you. The Breakfast Club. EJ, MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We yes. are The Breakfast Club. Good that was morning. Hot Girl Summer, Meg Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, Ty Dolla Sign. I saw yesterday yesterday that that uh, out of season song went platinum. I okay. love that song still. Yeah, so clearly people don't care about their song being in season. I still listen to Vibes Cartel, Summertime, All Winter. It's just some songs just rock. I just want to tell you that our board ops head has been all over the place this morning. Oh, he had a rough night last hey. night. Jason Derulo walked through here earlier, and he's been talking about Jason Derulo and, and the little short, short pants he's been wearing. And because of that, he's been all over the place. You know, they had to CGI Jason Derulo's uh, print out of the Cats uh movie that he just did. Now, Dramos knows that. You know oh, that. Yeah. Right? I'm not they talking said they about, edited it out. I'm not talking about men's penises for the rest of the year. Every time I talk about men's January. penises, they go viral for some reason. So I'm just going to keep all men's penises to myself. <laughs> we believe that. Wow. Wow. I know. I, I did that on purpose. <laughs> all right. Get I did that, that on clip, purpose. Dan. I did that on purpose. All right, sure. I, I said that on purpose. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I did. Okay. I did. I said that just not on purpose. Oh, yeah, all right. That was a slip, I'm sure. But let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Netflix documentary. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. That's right. Kevin Hart has a documentary coming out December 27th, and it's going to be all about his life, what's been happening. Don't F This Up is what it's called. And they did put out a two-minute trailer. It's a six-part documentary series. It's going to have the seen and unseen moments of his life, basically him dealing with all the ups and downs that he's had this past year. Check it out. We are... In Australia, news has just been given that uh, I'm hosting the Oscars. I've talked to him a couple of times today. I mean, the first one was more of like a rehash on did you do yesterday? The public perception is that he didn't want to apologize, therefore he is homophobic. Do you regret, do you wish you had done something differently? Okay, let's just stop it right here. Because before people judge and go, Kevin Hart's a kid, he's an asshole, I want you to understand that there's a lot that you don't know. All right, in addition to that, he even addresses the whole cheating situation that he had, and here's that part. Kevin was forced to complain about cheating on his wife, who was pregnant, by the way. <laughs> you 
publicly humiliated me. I just kept saying, how the f did you let that happen? When you're truly f***ed up, some anger that you're holding on to, you're going to let it out. These are the moments where you realize that you're nowhere near where you need to be. Yeah, I'm watching that day of. You know, we'll be on vacation. I got that on my uh, my, my list of things to watch during vacation. I'm definitely going to check it out. Yes, December tw- 27th, again, is the date. It's a six-part series that you can see. Oh, it's six parts? Yeah, six parts. Oh, okay. Six parts, how, how long, you know? Uh, oh, I don't know. I just know it's a six-part documentary series. Mm. So, yes, we'll have time to watch that for sure. I think we own it, too. I could see that. Yeah. All, right. Mm-hmm. All right, now, Mark Curry has an issue with Steve Harvey. Apparently, the two of them... Uh, Mark Curry, comedian, right? Yes, Mark Curry's a comedian. He was on Fox Soul's The Mike and Donnie Show, and Mike Hill asked him about this, quote, feud between the two of them. Well, Steve stole my material on his show, so I had a beef on that. And when he was on his bull talk show he had, he did all my Halloween material, one Halloween. I'm watching that. Somebody called me and said, man, homeboy doing your material. So he did my whole Halloween run. And I know he didn't think of it. You know, this this is true stuff that really happened to me. Uh-huh. And so my thing is, you don't have to do that, homeboy. My he made enough money, bitch. I don't know what he's talking about. He wasn't direct enough. I guess there was some type of. <laughs> you know what? I got it. And everything I think you can find, right? So I want to see what the Halloween Special show he was. did was, and yeah. then I want to find which one Steve Harvey did and see if it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing: when you speak that plain, nobody can misconstrue you. Okay, we know exactly why Mike Curry has beef with Steve Harvey. All right. Now I saw <laughs> that uh, Charlemagne and Tank, speaking of speaking plainly, had a back and forth on social media. Oh, what are they beefing over? Picked it up now. This was all because in the past, as you know, when Tank was on lip service, he said this. We He's know. not a liar. He just lied twice. Doesn't that make you a liar? No, because I've done <laughs> construction a couple times, but I'm not a construction <laughs> So let's say a guy sucked a d- one time. Jesus Christ. Does that mean that... <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> he sucked a d- once, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'm not sure if I liked it or not. Let you know me try it again. Let me try it mm-hmm. again. And then he says, you know what? It's not for me. Don't like the taste. But it doesn't mean Lord he's gay. <laughs> now he posted Char- Charlemagne writing, just don't do it twice with the laughing emoji. And Tank said, you tried to clown me for having an opinion when the whole time you were committed to the act. No judgment here. Just want to know how you feel after and if you'll need a second time to really process his freedom. And then Charlemagne responded, pleading guilty and cooperating is not beating your case. Furthermore, why are you entering this chat? Yeah, why is Tank? Why did Tank jump in this? Because well, he's 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 doing the math. Because he said two no. times. Let's let's calculate how many times with Charlemagne. Let's be clear. Tank was being serious when he was on lip service. <laughs> I was using hyperbole. I was exaggerating. Let's play the first one. If Takashi Six Nine beats this case. I'll suck his dick. See that? You're taking it all out of <laughs> context. No, no, let me finish. Let me, you're taking it out of context. What I said before that was <laughs> Takashi walks around telling people to SMD all the time. That's what that came from. Let's go to the second time. Yes. Mm-hmm. That penis will do that to you, man. That's twice. Let's go to the third one. Let's um, not move on from your meat. Was that all you? All right, so three times is the charm. Let's so, go to the fourth one. So let me ask a I'm just going to keep all men's penises to myself. <laughs> okay, now, now, let, me, let me ask y'all a question. Uh-oh. What's the problem, though? Nothing. Nothing. No, I'm just making sure, because it sounds no to me like y'all no. trying to weaponize gayness, you homophobes. No, no we're trying to talk about what you, you and Tank were talking about that? in the shade room. No, we're just talking about comments that you know, made. Y'all sound a little homophobic to me. I'm going back and forth. What are you talking about? I'm just being honest. You sound a little homophobic. You said it was gay. So what? Hey. what? You just sound a little homophobic. That's all. Just making sure. Not at all. Okay. We're all just right. talking about some of the comments you made. That's all. That's all. Just We're just talking about you and Tank's back and forth, basically. Tank shouldn't have jumped into that conversation. Because Tank he was gay, serious. who cares? <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, let me I answer the yeah, like and that's your being weaponized against me. No, not at all. We just, you know, are we sure? Highlighting some of the things that you say. You Don't say make a lot me of call sometimes. the alphabet boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Don't are y'all laugh. done? No, are you done? Are you finished? Are you done? I keep saying, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Y'all sound like y'all want smoke right before the holidays. I'm good. Oh, great. You can have all the penises to yourself. All of them. Oh, insulting me again. You said it. Wow. Homophobia is crazy. Did he say it? I don't know. This homophobia is so crazy in this Mm -hmm. room. All right. It's so thick you can cut it with a penis. (laughs) What? This is crazy. (laughs) How you cut it? You know what? Forget it. I'm not playing with you guys today. All right. Thank you for that rumor report. Up next, it is the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in right now. 800. Mix rhymes with. 585. More gay insults. 1051. What's an insult? Wow. 800-585. You know what? Forget it. It's the Breakfast Club, damn it. (laughs) Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you missed it earlier today, Angie Martinez checked in. Uh, She got into a car accident, and she's been out for the last couple of months. But she's back. Angie Ma! Good morning. Good. It's, yo, it's so good to hear your voice, yes, Angie Yes, it is. Ma. But you have no idea how ha- how happy I am to be heard and to hear your voices, too, man. You guys have been so good to me. Uh, First and foremost, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I feel like every day is a little better. I feel like I have to, I'm going to have to work. Okay. When this first happened, I was like, I was, you know, I never really had felt pain like that mm-hmm. before in my life. And I gave a, and I had a baby. So this was a different type of level of pain. You know what I'm saying? So I had that, when that happened... You don't know how you're going to deal. Right. And I was fortunate enough to have a conversation with Kevin Hart, who just went through something similar. Mm-hmm. And he just gave me, like, great advice about, like, listen, it's, it's, half of it is your mind, right? Like, you got to get your mind right. You got to do what you got to do. Doctor tells you to take 10 steps. You take 20. You know what I mean? So I've just been really trying to have, like, a good attitude about it the whole time. And we're moving forward. And I'm going forward. Well, we miss um, you so much, man. We miss hearing your voice. Man, miss I you. miss you. Now, I've been I hearing Angie's been trying to come back to work for, like, the past month anyway. Yo, you know me, right? I like, know. I can't, I can't Yo, you sit got, your ass down. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the, like, Angie, relax. Just it's take ho- your time. It's the holiday season. Why would you want to come back here? We leaving tomorrow. <laughs> well, I'm not. No, I'm actually not coming back to the top of the year. I just wanted to call in and let. Because you right. know what it is? I, I really took some time to really rehab and, and heal and focus on me. So I ain't been on social media. I haven't talked to nobody. Even some of my friends have been calling and I I just really been focused on getting better. So I, I miss everybody. I wanted to let everybody know I was okay. I wanted to um, tell everybody I'm coming back top of year. I'm going to be back on the air January 7th. Yes. January 7th. January Drop on the cool bomb for Angie Martinez. <laughs> and Angie, let's be clear, it's also Capricorn season when you come back, right? Well, I, it wouldn't even be right if I wasn't there for Capricorn season. <laughs> then our <laughs> birthdays come, and you know what I mean? I got to be there for that. I don't want to so, see you in no um, parties now. If I could, if you, you can't come birthday. back and be up in no it's parties. It's a birthday. It's a birthday. Yeah, you got to relax for a second. I'm going to take everything. I'm going to let my body dictate how everything's going. But right now, I'm like, I'm doing really well. And I feel good, and I'm happy to, you know what I mean, talk to you guys. I'm, I'm going to be good. Good, yeah, good, she's good. Did good. You so, be good. Are you on painkillers and all kind of other stuff? No, I got off those drugs as soon as I could because I hated them. They had right. me, like, medicated in the hospital for, like, three weeks straight. I oh, that's like good. That's, like, wow. So you've been able to partake in some terrible. Coquito? A, t- a tiny bit. Like, okay. Thanksgiving, I had, a, like, a little half a Moscow mule. <laughs> um, and, I, and I've had a little red wine. Okay. Um, okay. I've been really, when I tell you I've been focused, I've been, like, trying to eat. 
right, trying to drink a lot of water, you know, do everything that everybody says is what you're supposed to do to heal fast. So I've been, um, I haven't been over here taking shots of tequila or nothing like that. All right, don't worry. I'm not going to make you do anything you don't want to do, Angie. (laughs) I know. Angela hit me yesterday. She's like, yo, I heard you coming back. We got to, I'm like, yo, chill. (laughs) I didn't even say all that. I just said, (laughs) I'm going to come and hang out with you. I didn't say nothing about no drinks. And she was like, look, Angela, I need a minute. But what do we do do every time we hang out? What happens? Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm going to bring some green tea up here for us. Now, now, Edge, now bring we me made, some juices from the juice I got bar. you. I got you. Now, Edge, we made a video for you, uh, a, a cherub video. I know. That was so sweet. Did you see when I tried to rap your whole song? Yeah, I was really annoyed. I was still <laughs> on, so annoyed. I was, still, I was still on drugs. I was like on the crazy drugs. And it's and even in my high state, I was like, why is he so annoying? Like, <laughs> he was like, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> well, we miss you. We can't wait to see you Man, back. Man, I can't wait. January to. Be back. 7th. So, January 7th is the day back. I know a lot of people have a lot of questions. I'll probably do a live that day and we'll I'll talk to everybody and... I just want everybody to have an amazing holiday. No, I'm good. Thank you so much for all the love and the prayers and everybody there for holding me down like like they have been. And, you know, it's it's not just, you know, it took a lot of people to get me back. Okay. All the nurses, doctors, everybody that, that got me right. So well, we right. love you Appreciate and we miss everybody. you, Angie Ma. Can't wait to see I you I love y'all, man. Love you, Angie. All right, Angie Ma. Have I'll a be great up here. holiday. I'll be here January 7th. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you then, baby. All right, Ash. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right, well, shout out to Angie Martinez again. She will be back January 7th, all right? When we come back, positive note, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. And I want to thank you again, Envy. For what? You know, a lot of people were commenting on my hair and saying that my curls are coming back, my hair is getting long, and you really put me on with hair affinity. I ain't put you on no damn hair affinity. Yeah, the hair vitamins, I was taking that, so my hair is really growing, and then I was using what you use, the Infinite Edges Serum from Hair Affinity. And ain't nothing to do with I was using that on vacation, and I appreciate it. If because they want to cut a check, maybe I might try it, but I ain't got no, I'm good. My edges <laughs> is good, my hair is good, my so curls is good. So you're trying to tell me you're not using hair affinity. I ain't using no damn hair affinity. Goodness gracious. I don't know anything about Infinity. I got to do a hard segue right now. You got to take a hey, hard yo. left. Hey, yo. Um, I want to salute to Carol Sanchez. I don't know who Carol Sanchez is, but she's 5'5". Five, five. She's 150 pounds. Mm. She has short black hair, brown eyes. She was last seen wearing a blue short jacket, a white sweater, blue jeans, and black sneakers. I don't know if you've heard the story yet, but she was walking with her mother last night in the Bronx around 11.20 p.m. Mm-hmm. when a beige-colored four-door sedan pulled up on them, and two men got out of the vehicle. They grabbed Carol and pushed her 36-year-old mother to the ground, and they took Carol. The individuals wanted for questioning are described as four adult males in their 20s with dark complexions and wearing dark clothing. This story is heartbreaking. If you watch the video, it's heartbreaking. Mm. And they they want anybody with information in regard to the identities of these males or information of the incident itself. They're asked to call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-577-8477. You can also submit your tips by logging on to the Crime Stoppers website at nypdcrimestoppers.com or on Twitter at nypdtips. And, um, you know, everybody can remain anonymous, but you got to get bum-ass people like this off the street, man. All right, and this was in the Bronx. It was in the Bronx, it was in the Bronx. Man. And her name again is Carol Sanchez. What they Carol did to Sanchez. that young lady is horrible. I don't know what the hell is going on out here. I don't know if this is sex trafficking. I don't know what it is. I I don't understand that sex trafficking hustle. You got to be a cold-hearted sociopath to even be on that type of time. But I I really did go go in the office and pray for uh, Carol Sanchez, man. I can only imagine what her mother's going through. So please, if y'all have any information on the whereabouts of Carol Sanchez, 
please report it and get those get those bum ass dudes off the street. All right. Well, leave us on a positive note. I don't want no positive note. Well, I guess I got well a positive gotta, gotta note is this. A positive note is this, man. A hero. Okay, a hero is an ordinary individual who finds the strength to persevere and endure in spite of overwhelming obstacles. Okay, so if you want to be a hero today, how about overwhelm, uh, overcome those obstacles in the street and uh, get on Crime Stoppers and, and talk about what possibly happened to Carol Sanchez. If you, if you know something, say something, man. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?